0: Single soul Reaching up and
1: in and TV. To you. welcome to living life hey do you remember when you were younger and maybe even now uh when uh let's say uh your parents uh or someone you know will say something And they'll say, do you hear me? Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, And then you're like, yeah, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But that's the end of it. You never respond one day or another. You just say, I hear you. Well, there's a difference between hearing and then listening and paying attention and responding uh, to that. So as we look at the passage today, we're going to see that distinction between what it means to hear, and what it means to listen and pay attention and respond to what you have heard. Let's take a look at the passage.
0: Psalm chapter 95, verses 1 through 11. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving, and extol Him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In His hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to Him. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care.
1: Welcome back to Living Life. You know this particular psalm is uh, is one of the psalms that we call a royal psalm. Uh, it's a psalm that depicts uh, God as king and depicts God as supreme in, in a number of different ways. Uh, the same kind of ways that you would describe to a king or to a uh, to a supreme Lord. So this psalm is called a royal psalm and. Uh, in that sense. And there's other royal psalms as well. In this particular psalm, God is depicted as the king of all gods. He is the great God. There are no other gods who are supreme, who are greater. Uh, Other gods would be false gods or idols. He is the great king over all the earth. Not only is the great king of all the earth, but he's depicted as, he's seen as, he's shown as the creator of the earth and the land and the mountains. With his own hands, he created. Uh, God, the Bible says in Genesis, and the Lord spoke, said, and he created. Uh, So the the scripture, the psalmist depicts God as the one who is doing this and creating with his own hands, which is another reason not just to ascribe to him his deity, but to ascribe to him worship because he is creator God as well. So in in addition to that, this idea of worship comes into play. What is worship? Is worship when I hold up my hands and I praise God, is that worship or is that the result of worship? Worship is really an attitude of the heart, which is carried out in my actions, but it starts inwardly and internally within me. So it's an attitude of worship that we're really talking about here. Now, this word worship that is used in this particular concept is the word "proskuneo," neo. And this word means literally to prostrate oneself before the Lord. The scripture's talking about kneeling and coming before the Lord in Psalm 95. And this word is the closest word to what it means to worship when we prostrate ourselves before the world. Lord, when we come before him in humility and humbleness before him, recognizing that he is Lord and that we are not. Also in this passage, there's the idea of hearing his voice in verse 7. It talks about hearing the voice of God. If you would only hear his voice. What is this word hear about is when we listen to this When, he, when the, this word here is spoken about, are we talking about audible hearing? Are we talking about something else? Well, actually there's a distinction with respect to the Greek or the Western way of looking at this word here in the Jewish or Hebrew way of looking at this word here. In the Jewish culture, the word here has the context of responding to what was heard. Uh, Every good Jew in Deuteronomy 6, 4, which is called the Shema, would look at the Shema, read the Shema, and it would remind them of their responsibility uh, in terms of the Lord, but also their responsibility to commit and love the Lord. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Also, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy soul, thy strength, and thy might. And this is in Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. So this word here in the Scriptures in a Hebrew sense means not just to hear audibly, but to respond to what was heard. Jesus would say in the Scriptures, it's blessed are those who not only hear, but blessed are those who actually put into practice what they've heard now the western view of this uh which is the greek or gentile view of this is hearing audibly which really implies just mental activity in terms of i heard you but it doesn't necessarily from the western way of looking at it require a response like it does from the hebrew side so it's paying attention paying not so much paying attention but just to hear what was said but when God speaks, God is looking at it from a, from a Hebrew, Jewish standpoint. God expects a response from us uh, in this context. And so as we look through this passage, uh, G, uh, the, uh, this psalmist is talking about how through these times and through these generations, People have not always heard God. They have hardened their heart when God has spoken. And he talks specifically about Meribah, where even with Meribah, when Moses was supposed to speak to the rock, to the waters of Meribah, and he struck the rock, God was angry with him and would not let him into the land. But God was also angry with that generation because they did not believe and follow God with respect to the spies that had went into the land uh, in Numbers 4 so they wandered in the wilderness 40 years because they hardened their heart and they did not hear the Lord. They did not obey the voice of the Lord. We need to take the lesson from that generation. And when God speaks, when we hear the voice of the Lord, do not harden our hearts and not only just acknowledge the fact that we've heard the Lord, but respond to Him and put into practice what we have heard. Is God speaking to you? Have you heard his voice? When is the last time you've heard, truly, clearly heard his voice? If you know you have heard the voice of God, then you have a responsibility to respond to what you have heard. What are you doing? Are you responding? Or are you still contemplating on what you have heard? Today is the day that you say, Lord, I will respond to your voice. I will learn the lesson of those at Mirabah, so that I respond to you in the way that you desire for me to respond. Thank you for this opportunity. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for those who are listening and who have heard this lesson. I pray, O oh God, that they would hear your voice, they will respond to your voice, and that you will use them, O oh God, for your great purposes to advance your holy kingdom. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray, amen.
0: For a